Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, thank you for joining me this morning. Today, we would like to start our week with some wisdom, some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. We're going to be reading Psalm 82 today, which is very short. Uh, But we're going to go to the Gospel of John uh, in addition to it, to complement it. Uh, And then we are looking at Proverbs chapter 9 this morning. Now, for those of you who might be curious how I'm doing or feeling uh, after being uh, sick all last week and, and unable to record... Uh, I have improved, but still have a very long ways to go, (laughs) if that makes any sense. This has been a very challenging period of time for me. Um, Just a small little background for those of you who care. Um, I am someone who's always been very, very serious about uh, just like diet, exercise, like overall health. Uh, we are the type of people who read labels and, uh, you know, all that crazy stuff um, to try to avoid all the chemicals and nonsense that's in food and take it very, very seriously. Um, not to say we don't cheat or, you know, things like that from time to time, but diet, exercise, extremely important to me. I'm in the weight room several days a week, running four to five days a week. So, to be sick is a rarity anyway, but to be sick for 10, 12 days is just unheard of for me. It's never happened in my life. Um, And so, (laughs) needless to say, this has been extremely challenging. And it's just like, man, does it ever end? And uh, so, improved enough that I feel like I could do the podcast this morning. Um... But still have a really, really long ways to go. So if you're willing to pray for me, I'd really, really appreciate it. And uh, to those of you who battle with illness regularly uh, or have more severe illnesses, uh, my empathy goes out to you. Um, There's a lot of things I do well with. Physical pain, I can handle all that. But uh, illness is something that I do not do well with. And uh, so anyway... That's the update on that situation. So, Lord willing, I'm going to get through this podcast this morning. I'm going to try not to cough and make a mess of it, but no promises. So, we're looking at Psalm 82. Let's go ahead and read this real quick. It's real short. It's God standing in the congregation. Or, not the congregation, but... Well, yeah, the congregation, but... The debate is, is is this a congregation of, like human leadership or is this divine leadership Uh, I'll leave that for you to decide Um, but we will go to some words from Jesus to try to give us a little more clear idea so let's look at either way the end result is that God is not pleased with the fact that whether it's leadership here on earth who's supposed to exercise righteousness or whether it's spiritual leadership those in high places, God is not pleased with the fact that there's not right ruling and that they don't rule in favor of those who are in need. 
So let's have a look. Psalm 82, King James Bible, verse 1. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judges among the gods. How long will you judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. So please note, there's there's the question that God is raising. There's the problem God is raising. He's saying, how long will you judge unjustly and accept persons of the wicked? I feel like God could say that to every single nation in the world today. Verse 3, defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and the needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. Amen. I have said, ye are gods, and all of you are the children of the Most High, but ye shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all the nations. So there you have it. There's Psalm 82. Now, again, the question, is this, is this magistrates, is this uh, a spiritual uh, situation? I think it could be both. I think it speaks to both. Let's go to the Gospel of John real quick because Jesus uses this as part of his argument. So the argument here in Psalm is that the judges aren't ruling right. Okay? They're, they're being unjustly, they're ruling unjustly and they're being reprimanded for it. And Jesus is going to use the same scripture to reprimand the Pharisees of his day for thinking that they have the authority to stone him. So let's go to John chapter 10. We'll start with verse 22. And it was at Jerusalem, the feast of dedication, and it was winter. Jesus walked in the temple of Solomon's porch, and it came the Jews round about him and said unto him, How long dost thou make us doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. So the, the Jews, they're, they're surrounding Jesus, and they're like, Okay, we want stop, you know, with all the little stories and tricks and, and confusion. Tell us straight, are you the Messiah or not? And Jesus answered them, verse 25, I told you, and you believe not. The works that I do, that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But you believe not, because you are not of my sheep. I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. So Jesus answers their question by plainly saying, Me and the Father, we're one. We're equals. Furthermore, he gives some good news, right? If you belong to him, if you're one of his sheep, that's where you're going to stay. Uh, nobody can pluck you out of his hand or his father's hand. Now, of course, this is going to set the Jews off because in their mind, it's blasphemy. He's, he's making himself one with God. Verse 31, the Jews took up stones again to stone him. 
Jesus answered him, Many good works have I showed you from my Father. For which of those works do you stone me? The Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we stone thee not, but for blasphemy. And because that thou, being a man, makest thyself God. And Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law that, Law, I said, ye are gods? By the way, that's interesting phrasing. There's so many interesting phrasings about it. Number one, he's quoting from Psalm 82, but calls it part of the law. That's interesting. Number two, he says, I said, you are gods. That's kind of interesting. But he makes it kind of clear. We can kind of understand what Psalm 82 is about because Jesus is saying it's to human beings. right? He says, Didn't, is it not written in your law? I said, you are gods. And if he called them gods, verse 35, unto whom the word of God came and the scriptures cannot be broken. Say ye of him whom the Father hath sanctified and sent into the world, thou blasphemest, because I said, I am the Son of God? If I do the works of my Father, believe me not. But if I do, though ye believe not, believe the works, that ye may know and believe that the Father is in me and I in him. So there's from the Gospel of John. Here's what F.B. Meyer says. He says, In the strongest terms known to the Jews, our Lord insisted on his oneness with God, and they understood his claims, threatening him with the penalty of blasphemy. The quotation from Psalm 82, 6, I have said, you are gods, and all of you are the children of the Most High, was originally addressed to the magistrates, and our Lord argued that if unjust judges were, to des- were described by this phrase because they exercised divine prerogative of judgment, surely his opponents had no right to stone him. When, as the sent of God and sanctioned by God witness in his works, he spoke of himself as the Father's equal and fellow. So there you have it. That's Psalm 82. And uh, I hope that there was some blessing in that for all of you. I wish that my brain was firing on all cylinders this morning, but it is not. Let's move on. Proverbs 9 and see if there's any wisdom here to end our morning with. Proverbs chapter 9 King James Bible Wisdom hath builded her house she hath hone out of her seven pillars she hath killed her beasts she hath mingled her wine she hath also furnished her table She has sent forth her maid, and she crieth up upon the highest places of the city. Whoso is simple, let him turn his in hither. As for him that wandereth, wanteth understanding, she saith to him, Come, eat of my bread, drink of my wine, which I have mingled. Forsake the foolish, and live, and go in the way of understanding. He that reproveth a scorner getteth to himself shame. And he that rebruketh a wicked man getteth himself a blot. Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. Please note, that's pretty sound and and true uh, wisdom there. I mean, you try to correct a foolish person. They just dig in, 
and their foolishness just gets worse, right? And they just start popping off at the mouth. They might even strike you, right? That's what the, that's what the proverb is saying here. Like you reprove one of those people, and they're able to haul off and hit you because they're fools. They're idiots. But a wise person, he will be grateful at the correction. Verse nine: Give instruction to a wise man, and he will yet be wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the holy is understanding. You see, you have to have some humility before you can have any wisdom at all. That's why all the people who think they know it all, even though the scriptures say if you know anything, you know nothing, they, they, they have no humility. Therefore, they can't learn. They can't be wise. They're just waiting for their turn to talk. They're just wanting everybody to hear their opinion. Verse 11, 4, By me thy days shall multiply, and the years of thy life shall be increased. If thou be wise, thou shalt be wise for thyself, but if thou scornest, thou, so, thou alone shalt bear it. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knoweth nothing. For she sitteth at the door of her house on the seat in high places of the city to call passengers who go right on their ways. Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. And as for him that wanteth understanding, she saith to him, Stolen waters are sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he knoweth not that the dead are there, and that her guests are in the depths of hell. And that, my friends, is our wisdom and encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. And that is all the strength I have for this morning, but I am just grateful to be back behind the microphone even for a short time. And uh, just, uh, it's, a, it's, I've been doing this a little over, somewhere between eight and nine years now. And it is uh, my great pleasure. And I'm just so grateful and thankful to have had this opportunity. And I'm grateful and thankful for all of you who've uh, supported it financially, supported me through prayer. And I just pray, Lord willing, that I can continue to be a blessing to all of you uh, through this work. Thanks for listening. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time. God bless.